The current spoiler warning level is crimson. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of crimson. We're talking about a machine from later in Gundam Seed that is of major plot importance. It doesn't have any variants, um, and so then we go on to talk about candy bars. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Friends and folks, and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista in G. I'm just looking at letters. Uh, I'm Six Detmar, Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. Uh, sorry if you heard a strange noise for a moment. I decided to adjust my mic. Ooh, really? I, I was aiming I mean, it more towards my face because it was further away than it usually this was. This is the classic editor's dilemma where someone's like, I made a weird noise. And I'm like, I guess I can't edit that out. <laughs> then again, if it's going to interrupt you when you're doing your little intro there. Or, well, or... Well, here's the problem, though. You didn't do much of an intro because you were silent for a moment. And I think the true. moment of silence is actually when I did it. Now that I'm, well, like, thinking about it. So, anyway. The, the high-edit ship poster editor move, which I very often am, is to instead to mute the sound you made and then insert, insert. a different stranger sound. Yeah, I, I was going to say, like, insert, like, the sound, I don't know, of a kookaburra doing a call. And clearly that uh, you was know what me. I'm a- I'm going to do the... You, you Do you remember the old vine of the, like, the, like, goose, like honking toys mm-hmm. yeah okay of them Here's all screaming. The thing. you can do whatever you want you're the one who edits these and honestly even though i've downloaded all of our prior episodes up to a certain point i don't listen to them because i don't like hearing my voice still i'm sorry i'm like mm-hmm. this i know it's better to listen to your podcast eventually i've been told you know you should listen to that way you can have an idea of how you sound and all that i totally get it i still just don't like listening to myself all that much uh just just a brain thing uh so, but here's the problem. That means you can do whatever the hell you want, and I don't know what you do. I just, I, I record these every week assuming you're putting them out there, but for all I know, you're replacing me every week, and I'm replaced with someone else. People don't have any idea what you sound like. It's because <laughs> of what I've done to you. <laughs> oh, I, I don't need this paranoia in my head. I put, Six- the, I put the, like, pre- Star Wars prequels battle droid filter over your voice. Oh, God. Roger, Roger. Anyway. Those are good robots. We should talk about them sometime. But no one's requested them. So we're just going to roll a d6 to see what, we're, what list we're on, and then we're going to roll within that list. Yeah, they are good ones. I will say that. You'll never... Okay, guess. Guess what What? What era we ended up on. Uh, um, what universe? Get, what timeline? Do we get correct century again or something weird? We got Cosmic Air again, the only other one we roll. The okay. first the first four lists on our list are, are not really used anymore. Fucking early UC, the two very late UCs, after Colony, no. It's Correct Century and Cosmic Era. That's the podcast. Maybe you are. need to get new dice, clearly. Your dice are broken. They keep landing on the same numbers. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. Don't do don't do that. I don't believe in that kind of bullshit. I don't either, but Okay. Yeah. I mean, the thing is I, the thing is, I knew people who took the, like, there were people I know in 
some other parts of my life where they were like really into like that belief with like just like superstitious things like that and i just if you want to believe in that that's fine I have no capacity for that kind of thing. I I don't believe in superstitions, but I do some of them anyway, because the world is big and complex, and its workings are beyond our understanding as human beings. We get some parts, there's so much we don't, and sometimes you just have to concede to the greater confusion and chaos of reality. See, my brain always wants me to do the thing that is the opposite, like the thing that is seen as the bad luck or whatever, because of the drive of being like, I need to prove that it's wrong and it's bullshit because I just, I unfortunately have that in my brain and I try not to do that. I know that's, that that's a dark path that can lead you to being a, uh, uh, what some would call an asshole. So I try not to do that, but yeah, if you, if you on my own personal thing, I will sometimes walk under a ladder and stuff and go see nothing bad happened to me today. <laughs> so the ladder one's just dumb. The ladder one's just dumb. Just but dumb like... things like that. Some of them, it's like there's a superstition where I can, I, I, you know, again, it doesn't, I don't think it's true, but like there is something about the explanation that makes a kind of weird sense, like knocking on wood, right? It's like using an or, a, a formerly organic material to ground out the energy of bad luck. Obviously, that's bullshit, but like, eh, it feels kind of, it makes a kind of fantasy sense, and so I do it. See, that just makes me think then, if you believe in that, wouldn't the object keep accumulating bad luck and then eventually the object's going to be like like a desk or a table and it's going to collapse because of all the bad luck? that is. Oh yeah, you use different ones. There's not enough wood furniture in my room for that. It doesn't have to be furniture, bud. Like, I used to... Um, the walls I used to do it in wood. kitchen. Dylan, believe it or not, they make small things out of wood, too. Like what? You could use a pencil. I, I don't have a pencil. I do have pens. Lots of pens. No pencils, though. Okay. Well, sounds like you fucked up in your life. G-F... G- yeah, F. Wow, was, my brain just I'm got like, confused wait, what there. what letter is that? <laughs> G-F-A-S-X-1. G-F-A-S? And this is... Wait, yeah, we're seed, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, fucking G-F-A-S. <laughs> What the fuck is this GFAS? Sucks. This gra- acronym sucks, dog. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the fuck GFAS is. This is—is is it something that's standalone? I'm thinking it has to be right because that's like—it's not ZGMF. It's not because like, yeah, I have no idea what the fuck this is. This is the Grisorial Fortress Armament Strategic Experimental. Grisorial mean? It's a style. It it basically means uh, adapted for walking, rather than, for example, swimming or digging. All mobile suits are grisorial. Yes, it's a garbage acronym, and I guess they just didn't want to. I don't know why they didn't. Anyway, it's the destroy Gundam. Oh, okay. I should have realized that when you mentioned the fortress part. That fortress is the clue, yeah. Yeah, that's like, okay, because that makes sense. Uh, the destroyed Gundam God. Well, hold, hold, wait, hold up. Yeah? Did we talk about this thing? Did we? This piece of shit? No, I'm gonna I find out. we did. I don't know, this, this, it, it might be that just that I don't think there happens to be some... Okay, hold on, hold on. There's Leopard Destroy Gundam. 
I'm uh, sorry, I'm looking through our, uh, I'm looking, like, through here. Yeah, I'm not seeing us ever yeah. have talked okay, about okay. Destroyed. I think, um, I mean, this is already a spoiler episode, right? Yeah, it has to be. So, I think you and I talked, like, after finishing episode about how you were going to be on the episode where this piece of shit shows up. Yes, yes, that is... That is why what it was. Yeah, like a couple weeks ago, I mentioned that I am going to be on the episode of GGP where this shows up. Uh, this thing's terrible. Uh, yeah, I don't like it very much. Um, the the thing is, there is one mode I like, and I just wish it was permanently like that. I wish it didn't have the Gundam. We'll talk about it though. So, the destroy Gundam. Uh, the, the, not the Psycho Gundam slash Big Zam. It's, it's kind of both. It's basically kind of both. So for the head, you've got an emulation of the Psycho Gundam head going on, where it is a black Gundam head. It has a mohawk that has two red bands on the mohawk, weirdly. Um, it's got, uh, a V-fin. The V-fin has no forehead jewel, so it's just kind of like... It's an exposed V-fin. It, yeah, it's just, like, it, it doesn't, you don't think that much about the forehead jewel, I feel like, just in your life. You're just like, oh yeah, and the V-fin. But seeing it without a forehead jewel, you're like, that looks wrong. Yeah, it, it does look weird. I mean, it depends. There are some Gundams that do do it good, but, well, I mean, those are from future shows, so. Um, not, not our place sure. to talk about them sure. now. Uh, this is not one that does it good, though. No, it looks a little weird. It looks, the forehead looks weird because of it. Uh, specifically because, like, the middle of the V-fin has, like, a yellow part going up and down. Uh, it it looks almost like it's got, like, a weird star that's been squished put onto its head, its forehead. Um, so it's got, you know, two Gundam eyes, and it's got the red lining around the face. The face now. So this is where we have the... Pro- the, the It is trying to do kind of the face that the Psycho Gundam has, where it has a, this face... That sticks out a bit, like, on the mask area, but then also caves into the middle. Mm-hmm. And that's very similar to the Psycho Gundam. Um, does have some additional little square details on the, the, the mask on the left and right. Where this goes wrong with the Psycho Gundam head isn't even really the squashed in weird mouth and all that. It's the chin. Because, like, the Psycho Gundam still has a Gundam chin, but it doesn't really stick out very much, and it's kind of, like, subdued. This has a long motherfucking chin, and it looks bizarre with that it mouth. Makes it, yeah, it makes it look like it's doing this weird O face and then sticking its tongue out. It looks bad. Yeah, like, you know, when you see, like, the, um, like, the Psycho Gundam, right? Like, I'm gonna link this, because, I, I mean, we have to compare them, because th- it's a it, it's an obvious comparison. The Psycho Gundam, mm. from the side, does look like a screaming Gundam. But, like, the chin is not nearly as pronounced as it is on the Destroy. Um, it also has two vents on the side of the cheeks, I should mention, and then... Are these Vulcans? I don't think it has head Vulcans. I'm pretty sure it doesn't have head Vulcans. I'm double-checking real quick, because you never know. Um, Probably super mega galling lasers or something. It does have... Egal Stalung. There are four of them. Oh, yes. uh, yeah, it does. Huh. And they are just the regular 75mm ones, so interesting. Um, it also does have... I shouldn't mention it. I, kn- I know we normally talk about the weapons at the end. It does have the, the Raider Gundam's weird mouth beam, though, basically. It, that's yeah. Instead of the mouth being like a weird cockpit hatch, 
it's instead of beam on this. Uh, the cockpit's in the torso for this design. So speaking of which, we go to the torso. Uh, we've got a shaped like a pretty standard Gundam torso. The only real weird thing is it has some very visible, like, weird angled vents on the side in red. Like, on, like, literally the side of the torso that are, like, angled downward. They just look a little strange. And instead mm -hmm. of having chest vents, it has two chest beam cannons. It also has a chest beam cannon in the direct middle. Um, otherwise, though, this is very much like a seed Gundam chest where you've got, like, you know, the midsection has, like, a part that covers the whole front. And then you've got, like, the one torso segment there. It just... Very similar to a lot of other Ogora Seed Gundams. Uh, the shoulders are very basic, just uh, some uh, a standard pauldron shape for like a Gundam, uh, and then it has like a little thruster at the end. Um, it's also got the very seat style biceps of just a plain box, but then it has like a little bump on the shoulder area. Um, for the lower arms, they are very round, weirdly. Um, like, yeah, kind of barrel arms, weird. Yeah, very circular in a way that is actually very unstandard for Gundam, especially, like, within Seed, I feel like. Um, but, uh, and then, like, it has red wrists, uh, red wrist areas, like, around, it's like a cuff, basically. Uh, and then, that, then you have another darker wrist part that the hand plugs into. Um... Then also on the arms, these are mounted uh, equipment, but they are, like, always on the arms generally. So it does have, like, two, basically two shields, and we'll talk about those more when we get to the armaments. Yeah. A slightly purplish gray, the same as two of the side uh, chest guns. Yeah. Um, well, they're, they're shielding, I suppose I should say, but... Yeah. Um, and then uh, for the waist, uh, crotch piece with a red piece on top and a thruster on the bottom... Uh, two front skirts. The front skirts do have a little yellow piece in the corner, but other than that, very devoid of detail. That's actually a thing that's, like, bothersome about this, is that this is a very undetailed Gundam, even for Seed, which is bizarre uh -huh. because it's also huge. So you would think, oh, if it's a bigger Gundam, clearly you should do more details because it's not, like... You know what I mean? Like, that's just kind of how it generally goes with mobile armors, is... I mean, even, hell, even the Psycho Gundam, like, has at least some, like, line work and stuff on it. Yeah. I mean, the Psycho Gundam is still a pretty simple, like, has a lot of simple shapes on it and stuff. But, like, I mean, there are, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll get to it, but I feel like there are elements of the Psycho Gundam to engage with. You think about the Psycho Gundam and you think about its iconic, like, sort of weird array of chest guns, right? That sort of are, like, staggered like a staircase. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Yeah. Um... The front, uh, the side skirts are very simple, just these, uh, irregular hexagonal, uh, pieces, uh, nothing on them, other than, like, a little bit of panel lining at the top. Uh, the rear skirt is nigh on impossible to see because of the backpack design. I can yeah. see that it has a central thruster on the rear skirt, because you can see it sticking down. Like, That's part of the backpack, isn't it? No, I think that, that little, like part that's extended right here i think this is in the middle of the rear skirts and you can see parts of the rear skirt there i think that like scoop going down is not oh that little gray scoop yeah i think yeah. you're right yeah the thrusters themselves there are yeah that's part of the backpack but for some reason there's not a lot of art of this thing like you know we don't get to see it for example without its backpack on people don't seem to want to draw this for some reason 
I mean, I... Unless they literally have to for the show they're in. But... I was going to say, well, here's the thing. We have all the, the notes of the suit. Oh, wait, actually... Oh, actually, this is just uh, the wiki just not having the art separated. Uh, we do actually have some better art of it. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, here. Uh, it's in the bottom in the one reference section. Uh, you can see there's actually a backpackless version there. Uh, yeah, so it does have, like, a single, like, thruster on the back. Uh, okay. The yeah. crotch there. Which, oh, duh, you can also see it when it's in the other mode because it reverses the legs. Duh. So you can sure. see the front of the skirt is the back then etc and the back of the skirt becomes the front skirt uh anyway moving on uh the thighs very simple thighs they're a little i think they are a little longer like proportionally like you know obviously this is a tall gundam but if you actually look at the size of the legs and like where the arms are relative to them i do think these uh, uh, thighs are actually a little bit longer than your normal gundam this boy has long legs for an okawara gundam basically he does he does um for the lower legs uh you've got some big knees sticking out you've got a little bit of detail on the sides like on the calves you have like a single thruster on the outer calf on either side um well that's really it you've it's otherwise just very boxy standard gundam armor not even really any openings or anything going on like nothing weird the joint is not really detailed uh, the feet are where you get the next kind of cool thing. I do like these the feet design on this, actually, just because these are weird for a Gundam-type mobile mm-hmm. suit. Because it's got, like, almost like a Gundam-type foot that is wearing an extended heel, like, on the back that has a big heel popped up. And then on the front, it's almost as if, like, the front of the toe has, like, two big feet attached to it. Like, yeah, big know, toe extensions toes. or something. Yeah, yeah, it's really weird, but it's actually kind of a cool design for a foot. <laughs> it's really, it's just very different, you know, um, which I think is actually really neat. Um, so then the backpack, and oh boy, the backpack is a big circular structure. Uh, from the front, uh, like from the front of the mobile suit, like when you were looking at it dead on. The underside of this backpack, I say underside because this backpack does flip over, uh, does flip over this design. Uh, it has four really, really, really large, like, exhausts, kind of, basically, Mm -hmm. like, big exhaust vents. Um, located radially around, you have all these little red bumps, and obviously when you look at these from behind, you notice, oh, these have a bunch of holes in them. Uh, because these are a bunch of little guns. Also, on the other side, you have a bunch of ports for missiles. And also, there's, like, two little... In between, like, either set of missiles, because there's some pointing up and some pointing down, there are these, like, little winglets sticking out, like, really small wings. Uh Um, Also, on the back middle, uh, you notice that the color is different. There are two huge cannons mounted uh, pointing vertically upward, and each of these cannons has two barrels. Uh, stacked vertically so total of four giant like beam cannons basically on the back and you can see a little bit of the detail underneath of uh what is essentially two eyes and a big forehead jewel um and also some exhaust parts on the back and yeah and then the destroy gundam has a transformation into an ma mode the backpack flips up over the upper body uh the arms i believe just kind of like launch off i think when it's in this mode generally 
Uh, oh, no, the arms can tuck in under. Okay, I see. I see where they tuck in. You can see it on this uh, art. There are little spaces where... Okay, you can actually see them. Oh, you can see them on the front. Yeah. Okay, those wide areas on the, uh, the like, little, you know, circular crevasses. Uh, the arms just kind of go in there. Okay, I, ca I can see that. Um, basically, the backpack just folds up over the head, though. And uh, the other thing it does is the legs turn 180 degrees and it starts standing in almost... It's not quite a digitigrade way, but it's um, it looks digitigrade. You know, it's got reverse joint legs. Uh-huh. What makes it not digitigrade? Um, so with digitigrade, specifically, that means that you have... Oh, is it standing on the toes? Is that it's the a toes, yes. You are standing on your toes. So, like, did... Uh... But, I mean, if you look at it... In this in this position, it, it the middle of the is, feet isn't making contact. But but like okay, so you look at bone structures, right? Of like a degenerated animal. L like let's let's look. It, it, this is a weird thing to think about, but like it, this still has a like the foot is big, but you 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 can see what I'm saying about it being a weird degenerate, right? Because it yes. doesn't have. A degenerate would imply that where you would think that knee is should actually be the toe, basically, or like uh, sorry the the foot. And it, I that's see not what the mean. foot. That is not it's, it's... even though that's the effect it's going for. We know that like the way that the leg is designed on this that that is that is it has a thigh, and then it has a calf, and then that calf is just standing on its feet. It's just its feet have long toes. It, but then the also shape you can of it see, is making it look like it is but but also that part that is sticking out from behind the behind the knee there well that's the knee because the well, legs just flip that, 180 degrees but doesn't that connect straight down to the foot isn't that technically part of the same no i no? don't think okay. so because if you're looking okay. at it well if you're looking at it from the front the knees are just attached to mm. the calf arm yeah there. you're right you're right Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's a weird distinction. It's something that I just... So, uh, actually, <laughs> thank you, Wikifur, for this. Uh, here, Here's a good example. You can see a furry, uh, if they drew, like, a cat's legs as plantigrade there. And you can see why it looks weird. Um, sure. Degenerate is, like, a very specific thing on how many points of, like, are, like, how many different joints are going on, basically. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a weird bone structure thing. Anyway, anyway. It's imitation. It's imitation of it, though. Yeah, reverse joint legs are trying to look like that. And you see that a fair bit in, in, not often, not as often in Gundam, but I mean, you're gonna see it in, like, you know, Battletech, and you're gonna see it in, you know, it's, it's Armored Armored Core. Core has a whole class of legs called yeah. reverse joint legs. Some uh -huh. of which are digitigrade and some are not, depending on the leg design. Uh, right. But yeah, uh... So yeah, the backpack just folds over, though. I think it looks better in this mode. It looks goofy, but I actually like this MA mode a little bit, because I think, like, the weird little face is cute. I think the weird little face is cute, and it doesn't, like, when it's in its normal mode, it's just, like... It looks like a person who is, like, only in the leg part of, like, a costume, and you can see the rest of the costume just sort of hanging at the waist, right? It's just, like, it is overwhelmed by the shadow of its other mode, and it looks weird. Yeah. Um, I will say, sometimes some of the frames of the show can actually make this this head look okay, 
But this is always a Gundam Seed problem, isn't it? Because of the nature of how the animation goes on this fucking show. Where yep. sometimes you see a frame and you're like, dang, they actually made it look pretty cool. And then you see a frame and it looks like this. And like, I think it looks terrible in this frame because what is going on with the eyes here? Why are they so far back? <laughs> it looks yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's gone cross-eyed. Yeah, it's really weird. Anyway, um, it, this is a weird suit. Um, anyway, it is piloted by Stella because this is just them going full circle into the uh, she is four thing, you know. And yeah, so it's weapons. Let's start just start from the top of the list because it has a lot. Okay. Well, before that, oh. just real quick. Yep. Um, let's give ourselves a treat. What do you think its Gundam acronym is? I don't fucking know i know someone posted it actually in the ggp chat uh because it was really dumb because it, it it's definitely a forced one mm -hmm. it's gigantic unilateral numerous dominating ammunition am of course one piece there that's nonsense mm. dominating ammunition i also, I like that they have Fortress at the end of it still, but the, they didn't apply any Fortress to that, so it's not Gundam or anything. Uh, Alright, weapons. The first weapon. Ah, great. German. My favorite fucking language to try to pronounce. Aufprodreisen high-energy beam cannon. These are the twin-barrel beam cannons on the backpack. Um, they That are... means Impact 13. Oh, interesting. Uh... These are, uh, when they fire, they are, I believe, depicted as rainbow beams. I mean, not that it matters for seeds purposes, but, you know, they, they are... Uh, they're, they're, the, they're toothpaste beams. Yeah, they're the toothpaste ones, yep. Yep. Uh, Zorn Mark II 20, 200mm energy cannon, these are, the, this is the one in the mouth, is the Zorn Mark See II. This is the thing about using using a foreign languages for this stuff. Like, if you'd named those cannon cannons Impact Thirteen, it's like okay, that's a fine name, right? But if you named this mouth cannon the Anger Mark Two, everyone would call you an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nefertem Five O Three Thermal Plasma Composite Cannon. Uh, these are the twenty beam cannons around the circumference of the backpack. Because this is also, again, very obviously when you see the MA mode, I forgot to mention it. It's a big zam. It's it's doing a big zam. <laughs> so this isn't German. This is, as far as I can tell, this is just Latin. And it means, of course. Which is very confusing. I wonder if they just typoed or something. And the typo has been, you know, Stuck set around. in stone. Yeah. Uh, it's a set of 20 beam cannons around the circumference. Uh, they can do continuous fire. And they can the barrels can rotate. Um, if you actually named your gun, of course, 503. That's actually sick, though. Uh, Igostalung, which are the Vulcans. It has forehead Vulcans. Um, the Super Scylla 1580mm multi-phase energy cannon. This is based on the Scylla that the Aegis Gundam has, I believe, and the uh, Calamity Gundam. Uh, these are in the chest of the Destroy, and they are only usable in the MS mode. Uh, which is so dumb, because you would think their cannons are still out in the MA mode. The three of them. And it would look like the big Zam while firing them. Anyway, whatever. 
that these are apparently unusable other than an M M M eh, MS mode, uh, which I think is dumb. Yeah. Uh, Sturm Faust detachable arm beam cannon. They call the arm beam cannons in a series where we already have something called the Sturm Faust, you know, which is generally like on the Kampfer and the Giradoga, they're World War II Nazi ass looking grenades, basically. Mm hmm. They decided to just call the detachable arms that this has Sturmfaust, which is dumb. But anyway, uh, they are wirelessly controlled. They are basically funnels. They are giant funnels. Um, so the arms themselves have uh, the the okay. So the on the wrist that you know those wrist shields have a beam cannon at the end. And also, they can generate beam shields from the little jewel in the middle there. Uh, oh, sorry, it's a positron reflector. These don't do beam shields. This is before beam shields, right? Because beam shields are... They come up when these are around, but... Anyway, whatever. Sorry. Uh, th these are positron reflectors on the wrist. And then it has the five-barrel split beam gun, which is to say its fingers are beam guns. Mm -hmm. Um. Then it has the Mark 62... 60 Hold on. How many different... Okay. So we have Sturmfaust, then we have Supercilla, then we have Nefertem, and then we have Mark 62, which I'm sorry, but like whenever I see Mark in a like two- or three-digit number, that usually seems to be referring to like you know Japanese military weapons... How many different mm. language military weapon names are we oh, using here? Uh, Egil Stolung is Swedish. Oh, Egil Stolung is Swedish? Great. Yeah, it's I leech thought, position. I thought it was also German, so yeah, never mind. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, Mark 6262 multi-purpose missile launcher. These are the missile launchers uh, where you've got them on the backpack, uh, uh, two facing the front, two facing the rear. They're each six tubes, and they launch missiles. Um... Then the Schneidschutz, Schneidschutz, uh, SX1021 Positron Reflector Shield. Uh, these are mounted on each Sturmfaust arm. There's one on the backpack as well. It's the forehead jewel of the, you know, the MA mode, right? Like that little big green jewel in the middle. I don't know why. So we're back to there. German. Yeah. Uh, you know the Armor Schneider, which means yes. Armor Cutter. Yeah. So what do you think this means? Cut. I don't know what shoots is at all. Uh, it's cutting protection. Okay. Which is I... a very literal description of what it's for. Yeah. These, these, anyway, it has the positron re reflector. Apparently the back-mounted shield is only usable in MA mode. I, this is the problem where the MA mode and the MS mode do not seemingly work together in ways that my brain sees as making sense. They could, I feel like they could easily explain this as being like they only have so much power, right? And so well, they can't, uh, and so they have to like reroute power when they switch modes or something. Here's the problem, like some cables though. move. The backpack cannons, right? So it has the four giant toothpaste beams on the backpack, right? Uh huh. Those are only usable in MA mode. When it's right. in MS mode, it has one in the head and three on the chest, which is to say four toothpaste beams also. Uh huh. And then it loses access to four toothpaste beams, but gains four more toothpaste beams, and also uh -huh. gains a giant reflecting shield. 
So it doesn't actually make sense. Because here's the thing. I was also trying to give it that kind of like benefit of the, well, maybe it's using different amounts of power for the different things. But it replaces them with the same amount is the problem I have. Well, it uses fundamentally less power to be reverse joint. Okay. <laughs> you can say anything. <laughs> you can just say anything, yeah. I know, but like, you know, on this show, we deal with a lot of made-up bullshit, and sometimes it's fun, you know? Like, like dealing uh-huh. with the made-up bullshit is fun. But the thing of it is this. It has to be made-up bullshit that, like, when we sit there and think about it, is fun. This is not fun to me, because this is Gundam Seed Destiny, and while I still am on the team, I think it's a better show than Seed, uh, this is not one of the parts of it that I like. Is, I, no, this I, is the worst part of the show. Arguably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess, you know what? I do feel like I have to add, assuming we're not just looking at specific character beats, like you're, if you're looking at like a, a number of episodes, I think this is the worst part of the show. That's fair. The worst part of the show actually is just Kigali in general and how the show fucking, you know, and Kira, tries to drown her in an increasingly smaller puddle. Kira existing anywhere in the show. I don't know, at a certain point, you just have to make your peace. He sucks, but he doesn't suck Here's as much thing, as he sucks though, seed. This week's episodes of GGP, I finally have more people coming around on team. Hey, Shin's actually a pretty cool dude. And I, I'm like, yeah, he is. I really wish he got to be the protagonist. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, this machine is deployed. It is used by Stella early on. Uh, it, to destroy the fuck out of Berlin, if I'm remembering correctly, I believe it's in they're in Berlin, I believe. When um, sounds right. And uh, then the freedom gets deployed, and this machine is the f- machine that is so powerful it made the freedom have to kill her. Even though I don't think that actually makes sense, if I'm being honest. Like even for Kira's character, given Kira's character, but again, the show will warp its reality of what is right and wrong around Kira. So. Someone being a genocidal maniac, generally speaking, uh, that means uh, Kira could still let them live. But in the case of this particular machine destroying Berlin, uh, no, he he has no choice. He has to kill the pilot. <laughs> I just, again, it's just me being grumpy about Gundam Seed. Uh, to be fair, you've characterized it as him shooting the cockpit, and he doesn't do that. He stabs through it! He stabs the cannon that is killing everyone. Yeah, which is located in the torso right by the cockpit. It's a tricky it's a tricky cut. I mean, if he's at the point where he could cut it, he could also just have like Here's the thing with Kira, right? His whole thing is trying to disable the weapons on a mobile suit, right? Uh-huh. I think there are other things he could have done, like I don't know, like just chop the torso, like chop the torso off the legs or something or I I'm sure here's the thing. Kira has always solved his way out of not killing anyone before. Hell, he retroactively solved it in first seed where he started backing up when the Blitz was approaching him. And the Blitz just tripped onto the sword. So this being the one case where he kills someone but then it's treated as completely fine, like, annoys me just on, like, the level of the way that the show treats Kira. That's all. You're bullying Kira right now. Can't you hear him crying? His distinctive cry? Anyway, the reason uh, Kira can't hit it is because of those positronic shields because... He tries using his freedom peace beams, and what a- what ends up happening is they just warp around it. Which, I will say, for all that I give Seed a lot of shit, I do think the effect of having something that bends and, like, warps the beams around it with that effect is actually pretty cool. I, th- I think it's- and I, I like, 
I like the way the Positron Reflectors tend to look. Like, the big, you know, they they have, like, the big, like, weird starbursty digital look. Here's the thing. If you're working with digital animation, it's okay for things to look digital. Yeah. Because it already looks like a DigiPaint mess anyway. Um, I, just, I, I mean, I recently had a ramble about this uh, on Twitter because... Uh, I think some future shows do beam effects really well, and Gundam Seed does them really bad usually. Uh, but occasionally Gundam Seed actually does an effect where I'm like, huh, that actually looks pretty good. Why didn't you just keep doing that? And it's because Fukuda doesn't know how to direct things. Um, but anyway. I believe it's because of the toothpaste beams that we get the Halloween toothpaste beams from uh, Super Robot Wars 30, which mm-hmm. I like. The, like black core with orange outside that looks cool here's the thing two-tone beams can look cool i just the way seed deploys them is bad though it doesn't help that because seed uses so much stock footage it looks the same every time it gets used and also there's no gradienting in seed it's just like white and red yeah there's no shift i showed um i recently showed my partners who have not watched through seed the final battle of gundam seed like of the freedom versus the providence and, it, it, and luckily they cut out the parts in between, because here's the thing, that even though that's like the big climactic fight that should be like the big money fight, they reuse the same footage about eight times of like the Providence doing things, not eight, but like, there was like a time where like, like my partner was just like, wait a minute, they already used that shot, and then like, uh, not even a whole minute later, wait, they used it again for like, because the problem is... The Providence only gets animated in those last couple of episodes, so they need to reuse the fuck out of every time they animated the Providence. Anyway, besides the point, uh, Seed's... I can't can't let every CE episode turn into me complaining about Seed, but also, it has the gall to keep getting rolled by us. So then I have to think about it. Also, this machine doesn't really have any variants other than something that I think we did talk about, actually. Because we talked about it during the dagger episode. Yeah, uh, yeah, we can't talk about uh, Gelske. We already did it. Yeah, so so literally, there's nothing else to talk about about this machine anyway. Um, uh, also, so this machine gets killed, and then later on, it gets mass produced apparently. Yeah. Because we see three of them. One of them piloted by our good friend Sting Oakley, that that everyone remembers, and then he just fucking dies immediately after getting deployed in it because. Uh, they want to show how strong the Destiny Gundam is, even though Shin's not our protagonist. But the Destiny Gundam does just kind of effortlessly destroy three of them. Hang on, are you complaining that they killed off Sting Oakley too easily? No, no, no. I just think it's funny that they brought him back, only for him to die instantly. I just think that's a, an amusing thing for Seed. That's, that's the fate of a nobody. Well, like, King Mart's well, voice. Well, okay, the better way of putting it. Why didn't they just have him get killed like when he was in the Chaos Gundam earlier? <laughs> because they need, because they, this, you know, listen, they gave him, they set him up with this streak so that they could pay it off. He's a jobber. You got to pay him off to help the build of, of, of you know, like, Shin. Well, because if I remember right, specifically, the Chaos gets destroyed. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's why he starts piloting the Destiny. Like, he gets cut in half, but he survives. No, so they're my... destroyed, not the Destiny. What? You said you said the destiny. He starts he starts trialing to the. Oh, sorry, destroy. sorry, the destroy Gundam. Yeah, yeah sorry. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, too many D's. Uh, the the Chaos yeah. Gundam gets cut in half, though, if I remember mm-hmm. right, or like I think that's right. Either it gets Something cut in like half that. or it gets it gets destroyed in some way. I think they should have just killed him then, because it's not like Owl gets a better ending. Owl just gets fucking. You know, you know what the funniest thing is? I think here's the thing. I think they're all bad. I don't like. 
I don't like Sting. I don't like Owl. I don't like uh, Stella. Here's the thing, though. I think Sting is the most boring of the three. So it's funny to me that he's the one they kept around the longest. I don't give a shit about any of them. Um, in fact, I think Sting I probably like the best because I find him the least offensive because he's just nothing, right? Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. Um, Owl's and funny I... because he's so fucking... It feels like they're trying so hard to write him. As yeah, like I guess. this cool guy. Well, what I mean is like as like someone cool, but he's not. Right. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I just, yeah, I don't know. I just think I he's funny because of that. Whereas Sting annoys me because his design is ugly and also he doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Even though he's ostensibly piloting out of the, the, the fucking uh, Chaos Abyss and uh, Gaia, the coolest Gundam of the three. He also just doesn't do anything. Then he gets I a, think the purpose destroyed. of having I think the purpose of having Sting come back to get killed is because the first time we saw the destroy Gundam, it was being piloted by Stella, and we saw what it could do. And now you're having a return, and if it's just piloted by nobodies, you could be like, oh, I mean, the destiny's not that impressive. This is just that the pilots are morons. And in theory, what you're saying here is, no, here's Sting. He's just as capable as Stella, and still just gets rolled. That's true, but also they establish that Stella's, like, the cool special one of the three. Sure. Sure. Secretly, uh, the most, the the most quote-unquote crazy of all of them. Uh, it's so dumb. It's so dumb. Anyway, uh, anything else to talk about with this machine? It, basically, though, it gets jobbed. Its whole role is to be a Psycho Gundam. And because C Destiny is still just like copying kind of badly, then it's like okay. But then what if there were three Psycho Gundams and all of them got destroyed? And it's like okay, I guess. Oh, sorry. There was there was uh sorry there was uh, apparently five of them during that battle. Sorry, not three. You ever think about how stupid? Okay. So Stella, Owl, and Sting, right? Yeah. They have block words to control them. Uh-huh. Which, one, they're really common words. They're not a phrase. They're just common words that would come up in conversation. And, in fact, do for Stella. Uh-huh. Yeah. Multiple like, times. Oh, your, your block word for your soldier is death? Wow. That's a stupid choice. Mother and Dream are the other two. A little less, but still, like... Very common oh, words. Oh no! Imagine they're trying to give the Voight Kampf test to the fuck to fucking owl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I hate that because not to do a stupid two things joke, but I did just imagine because when I hear when does mother come up in casual conversation? Because I'm me, I think of. So tell me the first thing that comes to your mind when I say your mother. When you think about your mother from fucking uh uh. Blade Runner, though, is the first thing that popped into my head, so I'm just like, oh no. They're gonna figure out LLs and extended. Yeah, it's gonna give them they a false a Voight, positive. They have a Voight comp test to figure out whether you're a fucking, what is it, biological CPU extended, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, yeah. I, I just miss, miss in the for, in original seed when they were called Boosted Man. I think that's really funny. That's um, why I named a Twitter account after that. <laughs> I, I did, I did, I, I may have mentioned this before, my favorite part of the Gundam Seed Destiny, um... See Battle Destiny for the Vita, which is the Gundam battle game for the Vita, is that if you are playing as a natural and you take the either the boosted man or later 
the extended, which is like a better version of Boosted Man, as your uh-huh. um as your skill, it changes your dialogue for your pilot to make them like sicko mode at all times. Great. Uh huh. And it changes their expressions a little bit too, because like there are like six or I think eight possible character portraits for male, for female, and so they each have an alternate version for if you uh, pick that, <laughs> which is very funny to me. Uh, but, yeah, the other thing about having ridiculously common block words is also the fact that they allow them to learn each other's block words? Yeah, that's the other problem, is because then people are going to know. And it's not like these people, like... The relationship between them is weird, because sometimes they seem protective of one another, and sometimes they just seem to want to get on one another's nerves. And, and I don't think mentally unstable, like, pilots that are all, like, weird sickos knowing each other's, yeah, block word is a good thing. Also, I'm sorry, I just saw this when I was on Stella's article. I cannot wait until people get to experience the stupidest childhood ever in all of Gundam. Just the dumbest, like, <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Ah, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's so funny because I always go, damn, I can't wait for us to get to see Destiny because I do like it more than Seed. But also, then I think about this stuff and it's like, you know, uh, it's so fucking stupid still. Anyway, sorry. I'm just, that's it. That's it. We, that's the Destroy Gundam, right? Yeah. It just, it makes me, the, th- the sad thing about this, this whole, like, you know, activation word thing it just makes me think of it how they do it in the original deus ex and it's way cooler god yeah deus ex is really cool with that when you like if you use the use the like the fucking, fucking code first, right but when you use it on the like the older one like the big old german dude and like you say it to him and he's like you're bluffing after you've said it because he doesn't recognize it but then his machinery does and he just explodes yeah well that's the thing like, right fuck. is they don't even know they don't even know their own word right is the thing. right right and like um, you know like so you ha- you can get two of them and for the lady it's like she believes you and she's like shit but for the dude he even as you say it he, he thinks you're bluffing it's so good mm-hmm. here's the thing uh n- n- very cold take uh deus ex pretty good video game yeah, it's got right. a lot of it's got a lot of issues. It's really stupid. It's it's really funny to me because you know it's a game that you see mentioned as like ah oh, this is such a smart video game and no it's very stupid actually but it's stupid in fun ways you know um anyway uh yeah the thing is like the kill phrase for in in Deus Ex is all like weird shit too right because like what a uh, what is his again? Do you remember? Uh, Laputin machine. Yeah, like that's not a phrase. Would not come up ever... in conversation. <laughs> it's not. That's never gonna come up, right? Like in a, right. Unless, unless, and, and like I, because that's yeah, it's a reference to Gulliver's Travels. So unless Gunther unfortunately really got into Gulliver's Travels and mentioned that at some point, <laughs> or uh, if he's you just imagine like he walks up to one of the engineers who helped work on him and he's like, "Hey, what's my what's my kill phrase?" And they're like, "Oh, oh shit, I said it." <laughs> God. Uh, but yeah, just reflexively answered the question. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who else had kill for the the one the the spy lady has it too right like all the uh, Anna 
Anna. Yeah, yeah I think uh, hers is Flatlander Woman. I think those are the only two. Okay, yeah. I, I, I was going to say, I don't remember if any others come up, but... Uh, uh, Deus Ex is... I'm sorry, the reason it's funny to me is because... The reason I said Deus Ex is dumb, but also dumb complimentary, is because I'm remembering that right. The thing about the kill switch is it's built into people because of... Uh, fucking... Um, Yunako is just like, yeah, sure, we need to make sure our agents have a way that we can make them just explode when we when we need them to. And mm-hmm. It's just, it's so dumb. It's very fun, though. Because Yunako is so obviously evil. Yeah. Like, in a way that is like... Because, like, you know, you get to the part of, like, part of the game later where it's like, oh, you get betrayed or whatever... And it's like, well, not really. Yunetko is also just, like, very obviously evil. <laughs> like, yeah. They're, I'm sorry, they just are. But anyway. Oh, no. Uh, have you ever seen the Snacklish opening in Deus Ex? The what? Uh, hold on. Oh, no. So someone, you know, do you remember the Snacklish thing? The old stupid Snickers, uh, like, language converter thing from their old commercials? Someone ran the no. whole opening script of Deus Ex in it, and it's really good. I'm sorry. Welcome to our <laughs> Mechanista NG episode, but you gotta listen to this. It's so fucking funny, because this guy nails reading all of it. Uh, somehow. Your appointment to Satisfema should be satisfinalized within the ults that you week. Have Caramel already discussed the Caramel ladder with the Snackator? I takes it he was snackreable. He didn't hungrily have his factionist in a coice. Has he oh, been sorry, no, I'm just it. Oh, yeah. Anyway, you know what? Uh, let's close out. Uh, Six, where can people find you online? Well, Dylan, unfortunately, you've put us in a position where we have more work to do. What have I done? Uh, we, you've added another unit we have to cover. What? Uh, we have to talk about the uh, Mars Incorporated Snickers. Oh my god, the Snickers... I haven't had one in a while. I don't think... I mean, they're fine, I guess. Well, starting from the head, right? Okay, starting from the head, you have chocolate. (laughs) The whole outer layer is chocolate. And then... And then... You hit the next layer, which is... From top to bottom, it is... uh, Caramel. And I believe the peanuts are also on that layer. Mm Mm-hmm. And then the bottom layer is nougat. I still don't know what nougat is. Nougat is like a sort of like a sugar and nut and egg white thing. It's 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 all right. You whip it. Um, the thing is, Snickers are all right. They're like a better. So the thing about Snickers that I think is fine is that because it has the caramel, the peanuts, and the nougat, it has like all the things that all these cheapo Mars chocolates have, like individually. I think Three Musketeers is Mars. Uh. Because, you know, like, Three Musketeers is the one that's all nougat, right? And then you have, Yeah, it's like, like a chocolate nougat, but yeah. And then you have, like, uh, uh, you know, like, basically the Snickers feels like a bar that mixes, like, all, like, a bunch of, like, the cheap things all in one, and it's like, it's fine. The problem is, the problem is, Six, I am a snob about chocolate, actually, because I lived with a Brit for years, and it made me, he, he would import chocolates regularly, and I would get to try, like, good chocolate from, like, Cadbury sure. in, the U- in the UK. And, like, uh, who does, like, the one that I really like? The um, Crunchy Bar. Is 
that also Cadbury? Yeah, Cadbury also does crunchy. Basically, he would get Cadbury shit, and uh, let me tell you, that shit's way better than anything Mars is putting out. In the U.S., at least. Sure. I mean, that's because there are literal, like, in, there are literally different legal definitions of what can be called chocolate in the U.K. versus here. The, the, the distinction is far more lax here, and thus there has to be, they can make much cheaper chocolate and sell it in the United States as chocolate. Also, I saw it in the, um, I saw it in, like, the, uh, in, like, in the Snickers article on Wikipedia, uh, the Curly Whirly there. Let me tell you, Curly Whirly, that's a good candy. Fucking gets stuck in your teeth really bad, but, oh, man. Ugh. I hate it. It's, it is too expensive right now to think about importing chocolate at all, because the COVID ruined the shipping around the world, basically. Um. Yeah. But, God, I wish I could get some nice chocolate now. I hate this. Why have you done this to me? Um, you know, sadism, mostly. Fair enough. Um, yeah, because then, okay, now I'm looking at, like, related chocolate bars. Because then, yeah, there's the Baby Ruth. The, what What is different with the Baby Ruth now that I look at it? I mean, it's produced by a different company. But, like, it is chocolate, nougat, caramel, and peanuts. Uh, I believe Baby Ruth is pretty heavy on the peanuts, isn't it? It does have a lot of peanuts on the outside, yeah. It has more peanuts. I will say, I think... It's been a while since I've had one. I do think I actually like Baby Ruth a little bit more than a Snickers, honestly. Hmm. Well, the problem I have with Snickers, and it's the problem I have with all the Mars candies, is ever since, like, I want to say, like, the early 2000s, when everyone would, like, get them for Halloween, like, the minis... It soured me on, like, all of their chocolate bars because everyone would always get the minis of them. And the minis are also, like, worse quality than the normal bars. Uh, mm-hmm. IMO. They just taste worse to me. I don't know why. And because of that, though, like, things like Three Musketeers, uh, fucking, um, Twix. Twix is probably... Oh, you know what? Of the of the Mars bar... Of all the Mars stuff, I think Twix is probably the best in terms of the U.S. ones. Mainly because it has that crunch. I like the crunch. Have you ever had a uh, of a take five? What is a take five? Uh... A take five is a is a uh, splinter of the Reese's products. Um, it is uh, it's take, called take five because of five elements, right? Yeah. It has chocolate, peanuts, caramel, peanut butter, and pretzels. Okay, that could be okay. I Reese's are fine. Uh, I mean, I think uh, the chocolate quality is not great, but you're mostly I'm I'm eating the Reese's for the peanut butter, right? Like the 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 peanut inside. Stuff. I'm sorry to be this person, but you, you can't. I have I ha, I hate it when people do Reese's. Reese's, sorry. It's Reese's because the name is Reese. Reese yeah, is a Reese. name of a human being. Yeah, because it even has the apostrophe. Uh-huh. Look, possessive. The problem is right. It's it's. It, Unfortunately, you don't read it as a name because it becomes such a like standard word that my brain doesn't read it as a name, even though I do know it's a name if you're like looking at it. Uh, for a long time, I because you're not the only person who does this, I would say because uh, and also it will not surprise you. I'm a pedant. I will sometimes correct people on this, not just you. Um, my my go to was like it rhymes with pieces, Reese's pieces. But I did run into someone who called them Reese's Pieces, and I was like, I'm fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> so, funny thing. I do that in my head, even though I try not to. God damn it. I do do that, though. Okay, hold on, real quick. One other thing, then, real quick, that I'm going to attach to this episode. Uh, you want to you wanna look at some funny, uh, stupid chocolate bars? 
Uh, a lot of humor in this game has not aged well because it's Vampire the Masquerade, but Vampire the Masquerade has some wild fucking candy bar labels. Hold on, give me a second. Looking through all my screenshots. Vampire the Masquerade is like one of those games that has only gotten harder to play every year because there's something new I discover in it that it's like, oh, this kind of humor just doesn't sit well with me anymore. Um, luckily, from what I remember, uh, the, 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 the stupid, um, there's nothing bad in these. Check out all of these fucking chocolate bars, though. Oh, also, you have some Sepsi back there. You've got Fix. Day Day. My favorite is, like, these are obviously, like, edited from the real label, like, in Photoshop or something. Mm hmm So you've got, like, instead of Payday, it's Day Day. And you've got Fat Bar there. Uh, Eat. Pounds. Fifth Venue. They just removed the A. Yeah, so that's, yeah, yeah Mounds, uh, Fifth Avenue. Eat is clearly an edited Heath for yep. the Heath Bar. They just got rid of the two, the, 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 the H and the H, or the two H's. Uh, 100 Rando is one of the ones that always, I don't know what that actually is in the lower It's line. 100 Grand. I get 100 Grand all the time. It's great. It's like chocolate with caramel and like, like Rice Krispies. It's really nice. Okay. Mr. Goo Goo. Which one is that? Uh, that's the, that's the Mr. Good Good. You know what the funniest thing is there? If you look at the label above it, I don't think they actually edited the Hershey's out. They're just they they were like, well, we just changed the name. <laughs> true, it's done. True. Uh, big lunk. That's big hunk. Sure. Yeah. Uh, then we've got a uh, bubble bum. Bubble yum. Of yeah. course. Hers, his king side. That's just Hershey's bars. Uh huh. Uh, more bubble bum, but in a different color. Uh, more bubble bum. Pit pat, which is just Kit Kats. Right. We have Fairfree. Are those? That looks like the gum, right? Yeah, Carefree gum. Okay, I it is of gum. That's what it's called, or something like that. Something like that. I, I, I just recognize the logo. Carefree. I just don't recognize the name. Is the problem? Oh, there it is, Carefree gum. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then you've got. Uh, I don't know what those free bars are in the lower left. Are those? That's kind of. I think that's racist. just another modific. I think that's just another modification of Carefree. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. Uh, Milky Man, which is a Milky Way. Uh-huh. And then more Fairfree, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, oh, and then we have some of the even funnier ones, because, like, these are really badly edited. Like, look at the Skittles there. Sorry, Sriddles in the lower right. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. N&Ns and Stark. Uh. You've, you ever had a York? I've never had a York. They're okay. It's like a thin layer of chocolate over, like, a peppermint i mean they're they are literally peppermint patties that is what they I, are, I would probably so. like that um you know what i used to like i used to like the the what are they the junior mints sure yeah those were ones like i used to like as a kid a lot which is funny now because i think if i went to them now i'd just go like these taste like i'm eating toothpaste or something but yeah. I, when i was a kid i used to like those um now uh, away from the chocolate but i do have to share some of these because we also have some very ridiculous cereals here such as coot ohokulo Meaties. Meaties is probably my favorite there in the middle. Meaties is good. <laughs> and uh, there's the Shurios, Reddies, uh, Boo Boo. I do mm. like me, me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a uh, uh, hell of a choice. Blue Honey, Fruit Butt, Fruit Butte, I don't know. Uh, the rice a that just has been eliminated with the roni, so it just says rice. <laughs> Boggles. <laughs> I don't know, just the boggles. 
Uh, I, I love these stupid fake products. The reason I like the fake products is because, like, I, I like a lot of games that do this, because, uh, like, I mean, there was just an era where there's just people would do this to fill out the stores and games. Uh, I want to find more of them. Uh, we have says and baked says. I'm glad that they made sure to keep them as says in both. Uh, choose Deedles! Choose Deedles! The cheesies! <laughs> <laughs> choose Deedles the cheesies is very good. <laughs> uh, uh, Mo... Sorry, I'm just... It just sounds like I'm just saying words now. I, I mean, I know you'll attach these so people can see these. Uh-huh. But also, it's just... I love that this has just devolved into me saying things like baffles. Fritz. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Um, there's also Tritos. some... Rid- here's some of the more ridiculous ones in the uh, magazines also. We've got stuff like Chin Shop. On the upper left. And Will Writers Monthly. And then just Chin, which features a picture of what I assume is one of the developer's chins. But, like, stretched in Photoshop. Thane. Faker's Quarterly. Little Red. Weather. Surf. Mayday. Snoo Times. Fire! (laughs) Just fire! (laughs) I can't see what that last one is. No, it's too blurry. Yeah, that one is just edited to hell and back too much. Um, anyway, uh, oh, and then some other ones. God, I'm sorry, I'm going through my pictures now, and fuck it, I've, I've got you trapped now. Uh, we've got Dirkland, uh, Dirkland, uh, garbage bags. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, let's see, I'm trying to see if I can find more. Damn it, no, I'm... That's basically all of them. And then, like, you see in the sepsi in the background of the one, so that's basically all I've got. Well, nice. the nice thing is the only one we actually designed, discussed the design of is Snickers, so I don't have to add all this random shit to our units discussed. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> my, my favorite thing is, is also, sorry, very fucking VTMB thing. This is just the next picture on the line right after all the, the pictures of these. This motherfucking vampire hunter dude is really funny to me because he just this looks like the biggest John fucking Travolta. dork. <laughs> just the biggest fucking dork in the world. Extremely someone with limited character creator tools trying to make John Travolta, though. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Destroy Gundam in the Snickers Bar episode. Uh, <laughs> or I guess goodbye now because we are at the end. Uh, Six, where can people find you in your work online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at 6 Detmar, and you can find my work uh scanlanemedia.com and Patreon it comes to Scanlane Media. Don't forget to DM me uh, at 6 Detmar on Twitter if you want to, uh, you know, get a, get a listener request or something. You know. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just thinking about candy bars now, so I'm a little out of it. Dylan, what about you? Um, in Deus Ex Invisible War, physio-pharmaceutically augmented Illuminati elite troopers exhibit a developed version of self-termination mechanism, which causes the subject to dissolve into toxic gas if mortally wounded or incapacitated. Uh, you can find me at LowPolyRobot on Twitter.com. You can find me on co-host at LowPolyRobot. Um, and that's basically it. Um, yeah. I can't promise you very much, folks, but I can say this. I'll destroy everything that's scary. (laughs) Peace. What a stupid fucking line.
Take the 